Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. I had a buddy visiting me. I, I didn't tell you this. Uh, Jim, last week a buddy was visiting. And he used to live in London. Mm-hmm. Now he lives in Toronto. And he was down here and takes a deep breath in. He's like, oh, I miss that London smell. Hmm? <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? He goes, London. It, it has a smell. He goes... It, Toronto smells different than London. I, I miss, I love the smell of London. And I was confused. Like, I guess it's kind of like when you, if you live in an apartment or a house and you don't think your house has a smell, but yeah. neighbors who come over are like, what has Taz been cooking in here? Yeah. Or you leave your house for the weekend and come back and you're like, that's what my house smells like? Yeah. Does London have a smell? Does anything register in your nose, though? Like, do you think of a a certain smell when you think of London, Ontario? Uh, I don't know if I could even pinpoint it. Maybe down to sometimes you can get a whiff of that Labatt uh, Brewery going. That's uh, that reminds me of London or something. Yeah, the, I, I know the Labatt smell, but is that the London smell? Very confused. Yeah, by that comment. You know what though, I. I never hear anybody say London stinks. You hear a lot of like Windsor stinks or Hamilton stinks or something like that. Maybe I'm naive, but I don't think London stinks. He didn't say London has a stink. No, no. just he said it has say, a smell. Oh, I, I miss that London stink. He just says that London has a distinctive smell. Hi, FM 96. What does London smell like? Yeah. It smells better than Windsor. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, FM 96. Hello. So you're wondering, like, if you was put- everyone calling to make the, the Windsor joke? Is that why you're all hanging up? Hi there. How's it going? Good. What does London smell like? London, it's not that London smells like anything. When you go to Toronto, you've gotten used to the Toronto smell of smelling like garbage and sewer. Like a big city smells. Yeah, whenever you go down, honestly, I go there for work all the time, and whenever I get there, I get out, and I take a big whiff, and I'm like, why does this smell like a sewer and urine? I also noticed that, like, a lot of their garbage cans are always full, so it smells like garbage, yeah. And there's almost like like a a concrete or asphalt smell, too, just because there's so much, if you're downtown Toronto, there's there's so much concrete and And construction construction going on, so maybe you get to London and it's the smell of fresh air, it's being able to breathe again, right? It's the forest city, smells nice. Yeah. It's like one of those pine tree air fresheners in city form. <laughs> Hello. Hey, what London is- smells like skunks all the time. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, those aren't skunks. It's legal now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the old I, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh I drove through a skunk on my way in the other day. and uh, you, I didn't hit the skunk, but you just need to drive through one of those things, and it sticks with your car for like... A good half a day at least, right? Totally. Oh yeah, it's always around. But I kind of like it though. Yeah, I like I like going home and like going to Mitchell or any of those small towns and smelling what doesn't smell good, but like fertilizer or the fields that other people would be disgusted by. To but me, it, it smells like you home. Of home. Yeah. So when you smell the, the cow patties as you're driving to your parents' house, you're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it's the individual it cow in. patties. Breathe it in. It's more like spreading manure. <laughs> yeah. <and that. laughs> 
Is it kind of like when you smell your own farts and they smell good to you? It smells Jim? like home. <laughs> yeah. No. Everyone else is like, that's disgusting. <laughs> but you're like, mm, look, what, look what I made. Well, yeah. <laughs> that just seems familiar. Thank you. Go ahead. I don't know. You got a mixture of what? You got Orca World. You got Labatt Brewery. And then uh, let's see, you got uh, High Park now. So I, I don't know. You got like a big mixture going on. So Hyde, I don't know. What, what's wrong with Hyde Park? Oh, it's the smell of weed, right? Yeah, yeah. Instead of Hyde Park, you guys should call it Hyde Park now. <laughs> uh, so weed, recycled uh, compost waste. Oh. And oh, don't forget the Greenway Pollution Plant. Yeah, 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 don't forget the Labatt Brewery. They and got the Labatt Brewery. You used to have the cornflakes mixed in there with the Kellogg plant, but it's gone. What a great candle that would make. That, that was a good smell, the Kellogg plant. <laughs> yeah, we should sell London, Ontario scented candles yeah. at so the holidays. Hyde Park Weed Factory, Labatt Brewery, Orger yeah. World. Yeah, we just went through it all, Jim. <laughs> don't give away the recipe. <laughs> we're herbs, make London these, herbs and spices. <laughs> we're going to make the London, Ontario scented candle. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. If you are in St. Thomas, you may be $26 million richer. Uh, the winning uh, Lotto Max jackpot ticket for Tuesday's draw was sold in St. Thomas. Good Lord. Yeah, we got the, uh, the notification from the OLG yesterday. They said, spread the word. Let everyone in the St. Thomas area or anyone who bought tickets in St. Thomas know that they should check those things. Now, $26 million. You could buy St. Thomas with $26 million. Pretty darn close. I'm so jealous. I know uh, every week, uh, Cousin Paul and I buy lotto tickets together. My cousin, he lives in Lambeth, and Tuesday was his day to buy. <laughs> so I, I saw this, and I sent him a text. I'm like, please, Cousin Paul, tell me you're driving through St. Thomas and picked up our tickets. But uh, imagine just the excitement of having tickets that were bought. Is that a good thing in St. Thomas? In St. Thomas. Well, it would be exciting until you found out that you didn't win. (laughs) That would be super disappointing. (laughs) The worst would be if you went and you checked your ticket and the thing went off. Winner, gagnon. Free ticket. One free play. (laughs) Right? You think for a second, you hear that little noise. (laughs) You're like, freedom. Because we were told, we've talked to winners in the past, and they say if you win a million dollars, it's the same noise as if you win (laughs) uh, a free ticket. So uh, that would be a little little upsetting. But somebody is walking around with his $26 million Lotto Max jackpot ticket (sighs) in their pocket. We we had a bunch, I posted this on Twitter yesterday, and we had a bunch of our St. Thomas FM 96 listeners going back and forth, checking in with their friends. Hey, is it you? Is it you? Yeah. Is it you? I hope it's someone we know. It would be Please. unbelievable. Oh, it'd be amazing. I, I wonder if there's somebody who knows they won, but they're just trying to get their ducks in order right now. Which is very smart. Yeah. You don't want to be jumping up and down through the streets of St. Thomas. Yeah. I'm rich! <laughs> <laughs> you want to maybe call a lawyer, a financial planner, uh, try and get in touch with someone who has won the lottery before, uh, get some advice from that person before you cash in, because that's a whole lot of money. And London, in the FM 96 listening area, 
bit of a hotbed right now for lotto wins. I know that uh, I saw some notifications that a lot of big scratch and win jackpots have been won in the past few weeks here in town. Mm. Uh, won $250,000 one, $100,000 a couple times. And then you had that dude who just won the uh, the six forty nine nine yeah. million million in Ilderton a couple weeks ago. So it's our time to shine. Buy yourself some lottery tickets and, and best of luck to you. And if you or someone you know won the uh, Lotto Max, you want to tell their story, get in touch with us here in the FM 96 studios. Pretty amazing. Someone in St. Thomas, Ontario, $26 million richer. Speaking of St. Thomas, Jim, you've posted a very interesting picture on the FM 96 Facebook fan page this morning. Yeah, I just stumbled across it. A guy from St. Thomas shared it, and it's a picture of a sidewalk. And there's something a little odd about it. Uh, this guy, Adam, who posted it, says, Have you ever seen something so effed up you think there's no way it could have been an accident? I present to you St. Thomas's new attraction, Concrete Waves. It's part of an art installation, part uh, amusement park ride, and 100% done by a guy that learned to pour concrete via a YouTube video. Now, this would have to be contracted out by the city. This is just not some guy's private land it's over top of like three or four laneways and sidewalks are supposed to be flat generally uh, they have an incline or decline yeah. yeah this thing is up and down like you wouldn't believe it's like a, a sand dune there's like four or five waves like somebody who's i don't know how that could be an accident. I, I've poured concrete before, and I've poured sidewalks before. I don't know how who the guys who formed it and the, the concrete truck and everybody else who was involved saw that and didn't say something's messed up here. Because usually you would shoot a line across to make sure it's straight, right? Uh-huh. And, and it looks like something... Here you're going up and down hills the whole way down. If you're riding a bike, you're going, woo, yeah. woo, woo. Like, if you're an old person in a walker, you would not be able to do to do that yeah or someone in a wheelchair would yeah. be very difficult as someone walking in the winter time not realizing that every 10 feet there's another hill you're going to be going down or even i mean people are looking down at their phones all the time if you're not looking at the ground and you, you there's an incline like that you will trip people are reacting to it see i i looked at that and i wasn't as blown away as you but you have experience as you said in the concrete forming industry it's like somebody literally put a bunch of two by sixes to form it up and put it along the grade of the existing grass already it's is just there up a and down chance like there was something going on underneath the ground where they couldn't level the the sidewalk out uh, no i mean unless it's pure bedrock there's there's I'm just i'm just no, asking these questions i don't know i i want to find out what happened here because that it's it's anybody who's even seen a sidewalk knows something's really wrong with this. Now you have, if you're going to visit St. Thomas, you can check out the statue of Jumbo the Elephant. Uh-huh. You can see the park, the elevated park on the bridge. And you can stop by and uh, take a little stroll on the wonky sidewalk. <laughs> The, the sidewalk. The sidewalk. <laughs> it's the, the latest tourist attraction in St. Thomas. Now, see, I've seen some people walking down the street in St. Thomas, and they walk a little wonky <laughs> when the sidewalks are flat. Yeah. So maybe they're just making the sidewalks wonky now. Oh. So the wonky walkers walk straight. Oh, yeah. They'll be like, how do you do? <laughs> walking perfectly. <laughs> Ryan, you live in St. Thomas. Yes, sir. I'm a landscape contractor. Okay, and you have seen the sidewalk. Oh, boy. The shopping cart moguls of Holland Ave. 
<laughs> so do you, when you saw the sidewalk right away, did you go, something's wrong here? Oh, we shook our head. It's a got half. That's an acronym for give your head a shake. <laughs> and it's, it's not just the picture. It really is that hilly. Oh, dude, it is redonkulous. Arkell's knocking at the door. They were in London, Ontario last night. What? Why didn't you know about it? It's because it was a surprise for their friend Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer. They're both getting their uh, Canada Walk of Fame uh, hometown ceremony plaques unveiled yesterday. Scott was in Elderton at the uh, rink in the af- early afternoon. And then last night at 5 o'clock over at Museum London, Tessa had hers unveiled and the Arkells walked out. What I Surprised everybody with a little Hall and Oats cover. I just love the crowd reaction because it's, the crowd is full. It's, it looks like a crowd you would expect to see at Museum London, right? <laughs> For yeah, an induction like this. A little yeah. bit artsy fartsy, yeah. but you can hear a little bit of clapping. Yeah, a little, a little bit ho- hoi polloi ish, but uh, it is Hall and Oates. It's right up their alley. Good song selection yeah. <laughs> by the guys. And obviously, there's a reason they chose that song. If you remember back to the uh, games in Pyeongchang, you had uh, Hall and Oates, not Hall and Oates, you had the Arkells fly over there and they performed in the Canadian village for all the Canadian athletes. Uh, Tessa got up on stage with the band and was dancing and singing to that song. So it was a little walk down memory lane. We had Scott and Tessa in the studio and they talked about how cool it was to have Arkells come over and join them at the games. I can't even, there's not words for that. They came over, they probably had an hour and a half of sleep and put on a hell of a it was show. Amazing. And they yeah. even did a little Hall and Oates. And, and I don't had... think at that time they knew that I loved Hall and Oates, so that was a fun okay. Oh, there's a video of you dancing on yes, stage to so it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A Courtney Cox on the uh, Bruce Springsteen video. You kind of <laughs> had that going on. Well, maybe I do have a crush on you, Tessa, because... Hollow notes are also Come my on. favorite band. Oh, there is, is number rock. one. This is a rock. My, my show, wife. Eh? My wife. <laughs> they, can you believe they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Tess and I go back and forth on this. They're the best. The rock. I'm on your side, free. Scott. My yeah. wife and I saw Hollow notes on our honeymoon. Oh my gosh! Really? Where was that? That was in now, uh, now I feel like a jerk. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. <laughs> okay. Yeah, at the yeah, uh, Hard Rock Cafe. Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah, I was about to play Arkells. Maybe I'll drop it and get some Hall and Oates. No, no, do the listeners a favor and throw that <laughs> I love Scott giving us grief. Yeah, he's giving me grief. You're on his side. Well, maybe, uh, maybe on Scott's honeymoon, he'll go down and see uh, Hall and Oates perform somewhere. Oh, imagine they did an Arkells cover. That would be a bizarro world, wouldn't it? <laughs> Aren't you going to say, what? What do you mean honeymoon? It, oh, I thought you are I don't know you are being serious. Is he engaged? He got engaged. What? Yeah. I thought you just meant eventually when he has a honeymoon. I, from what I'm seeing online, Scott Moyer got engaged. Congratulations, Two? buddy. Not Tessa. Oh. He did not get engaged to Tessa. The dream is over for many uh, ice dancing fans. Uh, he has a, a very lovely girlfriend, uh, now fiance, and uh, we wish them happiness in their in their future together. I just see. I want to see how just upset people are online right now. Oh, there's some skating super yeah. fans. Here. I bet you Ellen DeGeneres is upset. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
but congratulations to both Tessa and Scott uh, for their their uh, Canada's Walk of Fame uh, plaques unveiled in Elderton in London yesterday. They're just great people, and they deserve it. And I know everyone's like, "Oh, they're so good." They are. They're super nice, and they're they've always been very generous with their time when it comes to this show. So, uh, congratulations to them, and kudos to Arkells for making a little play there. Smart move. One day they're thinking maybe we'll get a, a, a star or a leaf on the uh, the Canada's Walk of Fame, right? So they're getting in nice and close with the uh, the Walk of Fame people. They're yeah. showing up yesterday and just. Playing a couple songs. Networking. Don't forget us. <laughs> in about 10 years, we'd love to be on the sidewalk in Toronto. This story is pretty gross, but the headline is too funny. We got to talk about it. Okay, the headline reads, A bride ruined her $15,000 wedding dress when she gambled on a fart and lost. Oh, <laughs> that is high stakes. <laughs> Gambled on a fart <laughs> and lost. Oh, no. So this is from Reddit. There was a thread going about uh, disasters at weddings, and one wedding planner shared this story. He said that there was a, a bride. She was difficult. Uh, she disappeared at some point during during the wedding reception. When the wedding planner found her, there was a big issue. Quote, she had gambled on a fart and lost in a big way. (laughs) Apparently, the bride had been drinking health shakes to slim down for the wedding. Oh, some of those those shakes are literally designed to To help you evacuate everything out of your body so you can lose like eight pounds. It goes right through you. And, And then once you started drinking alcohol after eating a big breakfast the day of the wedding, it was the perfect storm. The wedding planner says, quote, the smell was unrivaled and the bride was wearing a latex shaper that came down over her thighs and up to her bra. It was a waterproof latex shaper and she just sort of filled it up. (laughs) Oh, she filled up her Spanx? (laughs) So she pooped up? (laughs) It came up. Uh, Did you poop your bra? It came up out and down the back of her dress. Uh, The planner said the the staff tried to help clean the bride up, but she had a brown streak down the back of her $15,000 white dress, which the groom touched during the first dance. And then he realized something was going on. I would what? just say, I, I, I would, I would just say to that groom, he's lucky he found it during the first dance and not during the removal of the garter belt. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine being up under there? What the? <laughs> At least in that situation, to have closer access to a shower. I mean, I assume what? it's at a hotel or oh, something, yeah. or. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of brides will, because you said it happened during the reception, but you, you could change into yeah, some, something a little more comfortable. Yeah, they'll have like a spare, like another white dress that's like smaller and not so cumbersome. I'm hoping she threw out her spanks <laughs> or her stanks, which <laughs> that's what you want to call them. Uh, it does say the garter oh. toss was canceled <laughs> as a result of the incident. Did she still throw the bouquet? <laughs> Bride ruined her wedding dress when she gambled on a fart and lost. We actually have some audio here of, of the uh, the woman 
walking down the aisle. life lesson don't put octopuses on your face she has been hospitalized because of an octopus bite woman said she asked a fisherman who had hooked an octopus if she could take a picture with it and when he said yes she placed it on her face that's when it bit her the fisherman must have been like no 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 <laughs> but in a way i'm i'm i bet she's glad she just put it on her face well <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if she was watching a lot of Japanese television. <laughs> the uh, octopus actually... She was in- an anime fan. <laughs> she may have tried something else. <laughs> it injected venom into her face when it bit her. That's no good. No. Uh, she says uh, she is still in pain days later and says, quote, I will never pose with an octopus on my face again. <laughs> Imagine having to make that statement in your life. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's the last time I pose for a picture with an octopus on my face. <laughs> that's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.